and welcome to the Psych and Business Podcast, where we highlight the integration of psychology and psychological principles into the world of business and organizations. I'm your host, Dr. Ernest Wade. So today we're going to go back to talking about some of those essential characteristics of leadership. And today we're going to dive into the psychological concept of integrity. Now, integrity is also an essential aspect of effective leadership. And as John Maxwell, who's a well-known leadership author and speaker, once said, a leader knows the way, goes the way, and shows the way. And that shows the way part. Well, that's where integrity really comes in. So there's a lot of research that has been done around integrity as it applies to leaders and organizations. And research from the 1990s has actually found that integrity is a central trait of effective leadership, a central trait of effective leadership. And we know that business leaders affect the moral capability and performance of organizations. Research has also shown that. So let's start by defining what we're talking about when we talk about integrity. And the dictionary definition of integrity is that integrity is the quality of being honest and having strong moral principles, moral uprightness, and the state of being whole. So you can see from this that integrity has two parts to it, right? Integrity has that honesty part, that morals part, but also has that part about being whole, being complete. And that part is really talking about the leader's personality, who you are at the core. So starting with the first part, integrity is about being honest. But when we're talking about leadership, we're talking about behaviors. So as a leader, you have to engage in behaviors that demonstrate integrity. You have to show consistency in your actions, the things you do, your values, not just what you say, but where you spend your time, your energy, your resources, your methods, how you get work done, and your principles. Really, we're talking about how you treat your customers, how you treat your employees, how you treat your competitors, doing what you say you're going to do, and really setting that example for others to follow. And, and that integrity really comes from an internalized uh, set of values and principles. You know, this is what we're talking about, about being whole, that internalized set of values and principles that function as the norms and the standards that you choose to live by every single day, right? These are the things that direct all of your actions and decisions. And, and research has actually shown that integrity reflects both core values, so things that you have inside of you, things that you have determined for yourself, as well as those universally accepted principles, so that there is that element of universality with integrity. So it's not just what you believe internally, it's also what's well accepted in society as, as being acceptable and expected in terms of your morals. So as a leader, you must really demonstrate this in your actions. You have to demonstrate and show the specific and explicit behaviors that you want other people to emulate. You want people to follow you, you have to set the example. You have to go first. And this really comes out when we talk about integrity and trust. So if you remember previously from a previous episode, we talked about trust uh, being defined as the willingness to be vulnerable. And integrity really it comes out here because we can see that integrity is the bedrock on which trust is built. And research has actually shown that integrity is a principal determinant of trust in organizations and is essential for productive work environments and relationships. So if you don't have integrity upon which to build trust, if you are not demonstrating that you are somebody who is consistent and who is reliable in terms of doing what you say and, and using 
and demonstrating behaviors that demonstrate your integrity, then it's going to be really hard for people to build trust, to develop that trust in you. So when a leader is consistent, acts with integrity, they provide that that constant and continuous evidence that can be relied upon. When they don't violate trust, when they protect your vulnerability, it, it really fosters an environment of trust within a team and the organization. Great examples of this are uh, Warren Buffett, who is known for his unwavering commitment to ethical business practices. His integrity has contributed not only to the success of Berkshire Hathaway, but also to the trust his investors place in him. People trust Warren Buffett because of his ethical businesses practices. So trust is built on the integrity of a leader, and it actually can be used as a strategic advantage for that leader. And we'll talk about that a little bit more later. So when we talk about trust, it's no more evident, in my opinion, than when we're talking about the role of integrity when it comes to ethical decision making. One of the areas that integrity must show up the most for leaders is in decision making. So if you remember the definition of integrity, it really highlighted morals in terms of principles and uprightness. And really what we're talking about is ethical behavior here. Ethical decision making is a cornerstone of effective leadership. When leaders consistently demonstrate integrity in their decisions, they contribute to a culture of trust and ethical behavior for their teams and their organization as a whole. So if you consider the long-term versus the short-term dilemma, we know that leaders who prioritize integrity must understand that short-term wins achieved through compromise can lead to long-term consequences. If you take the example that we all know, which is Enron, right, which is that cautionary tale of what happens when leaders prioritize the short-term gains over integrity and ethical considerations. But there are also more recent examples of this. So if you think about Sam Bankman-Fried, the founder of FTX Crypto Company, who was recently uh, arrested and convicted of some crimes related to his organization, you can see that the lack of ethical behavior there, defrauding investors of millions of dollars for that short-term goal led to that long-term collapse. Elizabeth Holmes, the founder of Theranos, who rose to fame very quickly, but because of some very unethical decisions that she made, lost it all. So given these examples, it's really reasonable that people are questioning more and more the integrity of their leaders. And we are understanding more and more the importance of having leaders with integrity, not just for themselves, but for their organization and the success of the business. So really, integrity and decision-making is not just about the moral imperative, right? It's also a strategic choice. It can be a strategic advantage or disadvantage if you don't demonstrate integrity in yourself and in your leadings. Very often, we find that when you compromise our integrity for short-term gains, we ignore the long-term consequences but they will always come due. And this is a developmental thing, integrity. I'm in the process now of trying to teach my son about integrity, about really thinking about those long-term consequences when he focuses on the short-term goals. And it's, it can be a very challenging thing to get someone to, to sacrifice their short-term benefits, their short-term goals in favor of those long-term benefits and that long-term success when it's hard to see. So I get it. I I totally get it. But even from a strategic point of view, compromising on integrity, as we have seen, will not lead to strategic success overall. 
So how do you build that culture of integrity in your organization? Building a culture of integrity is, is really a shared responsibility, but it really starts at the top. As with most things, it starts with leadership at the very top, setting the tone. If you are a leader and you are demonstrating integrity, it sets the expectation for others to follow that example that you're setting, right? Leaders are the architects of their organizational culture and their actions, your actions, speak louder than words. So how do you do this practically? Communication is key, but behavior is proof. Integrity is, is knowing the difference between right and wrong and doing what is right even when wrong is easier. You want to be seen to be doing what is right, even when it's hard to do that, to make that decision. Leaders must consistently communicate and reinforce the values that align with their integrity, right? And the integrity of the organization. So if you think you've said it enough, say it more. Leaders need to show in their policies, in their performance reviews, in their expectations, in holding people accountable every day, with every employee, with every customer, with every competitor. Research has shown that you can actually treat integrity in terms of that leadership accountability and competencies as a, as a resource, right? That will lead to greater competitive differences such as reputation and capital. It's actually an organizational resource, a strategic advantage that can help you build your reputation and increase capital. So treat Integrity essentially as a strategic imperative. How do we build integrity in our organization, strategically speaking? Again, research has shown, and I'll say here that I, I love research. I, I love doing these individual episodes because I love researching and learning more about the different topics. But research has actually shown that business leaders with high integrity capacity are actually more likely to be aware and respond to stakeholders' moral concerns more rapidly because they themselves are thinking about integrity and integrity is one of those things that they value highly. So those that have low integrity, on the other hand, make poor decisions that erode their reputation, their capital, and put themselves and their organizations at a strategic disadvantage. Think about Steve Jobs, a visionary known for his passion and his innovation. Yet he was uncompromising and committed to, to product excellence, which is also reflected a sense of integrity, a sense of integrity in the work that he did and that his company did. He believed strongly in doing things the right way, not just the easy way. And that is evident in the culture of the organization in the overall product that Apple puts out. So his integrity as a leader really seeped down into the culture and into the product that we see today. So you need to show integrity every day with every employee, with every customer, and with every competitor. So what does it look like, integrity? Well, research has actually given us some competencies that we are associated with integrity, and we can use these to help us make sure that our behavior is in line with what is expected when we think about someone who is an ethical leader. The first one is self-motivation and drive. So someone who has an inner drive and energy to set the goals and work hard to achieve them. Is your behavior demonstrating that? Moral courage and assertiveness. Behavior that shows courage to act on and stand up for what you believe and to show your principles and values publicly and voice them. Authenticity. Behaving in a way that is true to yourself, true to who you are. And that we're talking about that 
wholeness, that completeness. Honesty, truthfulness with yourself and others about your intentions and your capability. Consistency, the consistent application of and living out according to your core values and principles in all the different aspects of your life, both private and public, at home and at work. Commitment, perseverance to attaining what you've committed yourself to doing and to your duties, your responsibilities, your obligations, whether it's in public or in private. The commitments that you make in public and in private, treat those equally. Diligence, and this is really a display of diligent attitude towards your work, of perseverance in your work efforts and your character. Self-discipline. Discipline to living according to your values and your principles to attain what you've set out to do. Responsibility. And this is really acceptance of responsibility for your goals and your aspirations, for your limits and your strengths, and for the choices that you make and for the consequences of your actions. This is a really big one for me. I'm such a proponent of taking responsibility for your actions because you can't learn from the mistakes that you make if you don't take responsibility for those. So for me, this is one that really speaks to me. Trustworthiness, the display of a reputation for keeping one's word, commitments and responsibilities to the fact that you can be trusted by others to do what you say you're going to do. And this harkens back to the, the episode that we talked about in terms of trust. When you ask people to trust you, you're asking them to be vulnerable to you. And you, you need to demonstrate that you can be trusted with that vulnerability. And then fairness. And then fairness. We're talking here about acting in a non-biased way when you make decisions, especially in decisions that impact others. You really want to be as equal and as fair as possible. So we've talked a lot here about integrity and how it's a crucial part of leadership and how it's foundational to trust and something that needs to be proven behaviorally on a consistent basis every day to every employee, to every customer, to every competitor. But now you have the opportunity to think about yourself. How do you embody integrity? How do you demonstrate integrity to other people? Remember from the quote earlier, great leaders don't just know the way, they show the way through unwavering integrity. Are you behaving and demonstrating integrity in your actions? What would your employees say about you? What would your customers say about you when it comes to integrity? What would your competitors say about you when it comes to integrity? Okay, so that's a lot of information. And as always, I hope this has been helpful and I hope you will join us next week. Thank you.